Hello and welcome to the Soho Theatre podcast. In this podcast, we'll be talking to the cast of Wedding Day at the Cro-Magnons before their opening night, and we'll be chatting to Martin Jacks from the Uber Cool Tiger Lilies about Sins and Sinners and their new show, which starts on 7th of April at the New Players Theatre. Wedding Day at the Cro-Magnons by Wajdi Mouad is an anarchic comedy set in Walton, Lebanon, as the Cro-Magnon family prepare for their daughter's wedding feast. It's the opening night today, the 2nd of April, and earlier I talked to the cast members Patrick Driver, Beverly Klein, Celia Miras, and Karina Fernandez. So guys, can you tell me about the play? Uh, that, that seems to have been given to me. Uh, yes, it's originally a French language play written by Wajdi Mourouat, um, who was originally from Lebanon and uh, brought up in the Civil War and then emigrated to France and then Canada. The story is about the Cro-Magnon family who are living in a war zone, uh, specifically Beirut in the Civil War, but he's very, the author's very keen that um, the idea is that it could be a war zone anywhere. Um, it just happens that he was brought up in that war zone. So the family is preparing the wedding feast for their daughter, Nellie, who is uh, a narcoleptic. And they are they're preparing this feast because they want something positive, life-affirming to do in the middle of this war zone, which is very difficult and makes going to the shops or anything very hazardous. Um, so they're just desperately trying to live uh, and do something normal uh, on this day, on this particular day. There are complications. Um, uh, there's no bridegroom, which is a complication. Uh, Nelly is uh, falling asleep all the time. Um, there's lots of kind of chaos, there's lots of bombings and all sorts to cope with. So it is, and electricity, yes, electricity keeps going off. Um, there's food issues, there's uh, sheep that struggle to be uh, made into mutton. Um, the, yes, it's a bit difficult to cook a mutton when there's no electricity. Lots of issues for them to deal with. And so it is a, uh, a farce, I suppose. Um, but with a very kind of European theatre background rather than an English theatre background, I would say. And so have you found it difficult to maintain that level of humour along with... Oh, yes, it's something... not funny anymore. <laughs> 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 no, we are trying to... I, I, think, I think we all do see it as a comedy, but um, with quite sort of black undertones or mm. overtones. And so it, it is a, a, a bit of a tightrope that we're all walking, I think. Um, to try and uh, be as amusing as possible against this backdrop of, um, of incredibly loud bangs and, uh, and machine gun fire. And it's true, as, as, uh, as Patrick says, you know, we're trying to maintain normality. It is actually a, basically a, a, a family comedy. And so, of course, as you said, uh, the writer did grow up in Lebanon mm. during the Civil War. Mm. So have you found it difficult to try and perhaps um, understand those experiences of growing up in a war zone? I mean, I, I do think, I think that the text that he's written, um, in all its insanity, um, like really gets you into it. It's, it's another language. It's, it's another emotional language. People keep on going from one second they're kind of frightened by a sound to making really sarcastic jokes about stuff that we would never make jokes about. It's difficult for us, but it's going on right now. I mean, people mm. who've been living in Baghdad for the last 10 years have been getting bombed to bits all the time, so. And I think it's interesting, last night, the preview, a couple of Lebanese people were in the audience, and they said, it's exactly like we remember. And it has been difficult at times as sort of English-based actors, because mm. there'll be um, really mad emotional changes in a character, or changes of subject, and 
we kind of want to dwell in in those moments and think about why why is it that this person's doing this and it's like you you don't have that time you just kind of you're constantly mm. flipping from one state to another just because you have to live life to the full I suppose you don't have the, the leisure and the luxury that we have to yeah I think living under stress living under complete stress all the time makes you a bit like that but it yeah. is, and that's why it's difficult for us to get it it's been a bit of a, a journey I suppose and we've had this wonderful quote haven't we from Wajdi Mwawad himself which is that they speak in order not to drown absolutely and that's what I keep thinking about when we're doing it you know that the, the, the language is very fast paced and the you know, there is this huge kind of constant uh, dichotomy between dealing with the tragedy of the situation and, and also dealing with the, the banality of, of, and the practicality of eating and um, getting dressed and mm. cooking and all these things. Um, and it all sort of forces itself through, you know, this filter of weirdness and war and it sort of, you realise that we'd probably be like that if we, God forbid, were in that situation. Mm. And so, Patrick, you're also the producer of the play. Yes. Um, as well as playing Naif, the Naive, father. Yeah. yeah. Um, so how did you and Patricia Benneker, the director, come across the play? <coughs> um, because Dialogue Productions, the company, historically has done um, basically international work. We started out doing German plays because Patricia's German, but we've kind of broadened the remit. Um, and Patricia thought it might be interesting to look at what's going on in French-speaking Canada. Um, I think from the recommendation from a theatre company we met up in Edinburgh one year, that said it was a very vibrant scene there, over there. And so she did some research, she looked on the internet and um, read lots of reviews, and Wajdi's name kept coming up, and this, this interesting Lebanese-born uh, young man writing in French um, about his experiences in, in the war. So uh, she just found the plays, she read several of them. This is one of his earlier plays, um, and given the scale of our company, uh, it seemed the most appropriate. Some of his other plays are much bigger, kind of there's nine, ten in the cast, and it's a you know, big, big piece of theatre. And this one seemed a bit you know, more our scale and doable. And there was something about it that Patricia really found interesting because she's very good at finding plays that even though they're foreign, they will go down with a British audience. This one, I think, is a challenge for an English audience. Um, it, it, it is very European in its structure, and it, it is not like a three-act English well-made play, you know, with, with all the ends tied up. The author's very keen that there's some ambiguity in there. The ending's very sort of magic realism. Um, it's a real mixture of styles and uh, um, themes and, and energy, and so it's different from a lot of plays that people go to see on the London stage, and that's that's its appeal, I think. And there are a lot of surprises in it Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. There's a lot of coup de theatre yeah, in so it. They are. <laughs> Deus ex machina. Oh, yes. Several of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very hard to categorise. Visceral, yeah. It's very well. in your face. It's, um, it's, 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 it's a tough play, but it, it's, it's, it's very funny. Uh, but in an odd way, and it's going to be very interesting to see how English audiences deal with it. I, th I think they'll like it. I think they will like it. And that was the cast from Wedding Day at the Cro-Magnons, which is at Soho Theatre until the 19th of April. Here they stand, Adam and Steve. Eating apples. 
from a tree But Adam's Mr. Punch And he's a nasty little heaven cast away starting next week the world famous tiger lilies will be returning to the west end with their new show seven deadly sins which also features puppeteer nathan evans and burlesque dancer ophelia bits martin jacks lead singer of the tiger lilies is currently with the band in switzerland as they prepare for a warm-up gig before coming to london and i talked to him earlier about sins and their new show so martin can you tell us what the new show is going to be like in London, uh, the show will be, um, seven, it's, it's called The Seven Deadly Sins, and it's the story of the journey of uh, Punch and Jude, who are um, uh, a couple of uh, puppets uh, uh, from the legendary Punch and Judy glove street puppet tradition. Um, these are, this is Punch and Jude, so it's a slightly more kind of contemporary uh, gay, I suppose they're a, they're a gay they're gay glove puppets, and it's their journey um, from the Garden of Eden um, through um, being cast out of the Garden of Eden into um, into the earthly realm, where they um, where they perform with the aid of song the seven uh, seven deadly sins, and then their eventual um, fall into into hell. So, what would you say is your favourite sin? Uh, well, I suppose um, the, the, the one I'm the most uh, guilty of, probably, I would say, was probably gluttony, closely followed by lust. But, of course, you see, the thing with sins generally is that um, they're, um, depending on, the, the, there's a kind of a hierarchy of sins, um, you know, and the, the greatest sin of all is the sin of pride. And pride is the is is the sin, which I think um, I, I actually sing the, the opening lines of the song related to pride is uh, is um, of all the sins in all the world, the worst of all is pride, for it's the one oh like my love we don't see till we die, and and this this sin pride is uh, this is actually the sin which um, cast uh, um, Lucifer from heaven. Uh, who, because he was an angel, and cast him down into the, the flaming pits of pit of hell. What do you think of the Vatican's new sins? Would you say the original Seven Deadly Sins are better? I very much uh, like the, the traditional. This, 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 I think they were meant, meant to have been uh, proposed by a fifth-century pope. Um, but I like them very much. I think they're actually. Um, I think they're. they're, they're you know, I, I don't. I, I didn't really think much of this um, new set of sins that the, the Catholic Church has just brought out. You know, it seems to me um, they're a, rather a kind of a. It's a bit of a cheap PR stunt, really. And <laughs> um, they're, they're actually rather completely. They're, they're, I don't even think they're. They've even. They're even right. The, what the way they've kind of. They, they don't even see, they're not sins, what they're talking about. They're kind of more like actions. And I think the things about the seven sins, we're talking about actually the sort of the real primal energies within us, you know, whereas what they're talking about is actually destroying the environment or, uh, or, or excessive wealth. But these are all just results of the seven sins, yeah. you know. So I, I, I think that's rather, as I say, I, 
didn't don't don't didn't I, I thought it was rather 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 pointless uh, apart, apart from the fact of course that they're doing a cheap PR stunt because you know they're trying to um, obviously bolster their, the numbers of people coming to go you know going to the church but I suppose I'm trying to do as well in my own my own my, my own small way but as I, I suppose I shouldn't shouldn't condemn them too much for doing a PR stunt but but um, but you know I think it, I just don't I just didn't think they were um, you know I thought they were a bit crap and what sin do you think Londoners are most guilty of? I, uh, again, I think it's really, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry to be so uh, kind of dogmatic and sort of on this. I think it's, I think it's that's, that I have to say the same thing. I think it doesn't matter which town you're in, it doesn't matter um, which culture you come from. These are more primal energies within us, and and so it doesn't. You know, it's not about. You know, it, it is actually. All of us, you know, or every human being really has this real underlying ego, uh, which is, you know, pride is really the, the, the real thing which uh, we have. It's this sort of self-obsession, really. I mean, it's, it's I think it's, um, it's ridiculous in a way if we actually even just stop to think for a second that, uh, that there are, a, um, you know, I don't know how many billion human beings living on this planet it, it, it doesn't matter if it's london or calcutta you know yeah. or or you know tokyo we're all thinking about um we thinking we're thinking about ourselves and, and i guess pride and of course the tiger lily's seven deadly sins is on at the new players theater from the 7th to the 26th of april and tickets for this and wedding day of the cro-magnons can be booked now at sohotheatre.com <laughs> Always ready with violence to fight. Well, this anger is an illness that will take you away. It's a never-ending tragedy and it runs from day to day. Are you angry? Are you angry? Angry. So that was the Soho Theatre podcast. For more information or for details on our upcoming programme, please visit SohoTheatre.com. And if you have any comments or queries, email me, Alex, at SohoTheatre.com. Our next podcast will be coming soon, and I'll be chatting to Julian Fox about London's Lidos.